Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with uh, part of our series with Hilda Booth. And the series takes breaks in between, but you can listen to everything. If you binge listen to everything that we've done over the last couple of years, uh, there's some great stuff. We are on 124 outlets, uh, radio and podcast outlets. Uh, So just Google uh, Hilda Booth and Breaking It Down. And she is a, uh, a teacher and a student, always will be a student of Qigong, and Dragon's Way instructor at TCM World Foundation, and she is absolutely wonderful. Hilda Booth here with me, Frank McKay, but much more importantly, Hilda, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I know you 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 served time and in, in the military, and uh, mm-hmm. and and you served us proudly, and over the years, over the course of the years, I, you know, you you often hear a. A question: If you can go back to your younger self, what would you tell young Frank, or what would you know you tell young Hilda? And with all the study you've done on on Qigong, if you knew now, or you or rather, if you knew then what you know now, like what would you go back and and tell uh, young Hilda? Is there are there things that you could have avoided, whether it's health wise, mental, physical, emotional health? Uh, are there things that you would have done differently now that you know about Qigong? Well, I probably would like to say yes, but I'm a realist. I know that it probably would go the same way it went. <clears throat> if, I did, if, I, if I relived it, I mean, I would like to think I would do something different, but I'm a realist. Yeah. I doubt I would. Well, does Qigong teach you to look back like that, or do they teach you to live in the moment? Uh, does, uh, it teach us to live in the moment. Which isn't an easy thing to do. No, all... it isn't, but we're only promised the moment. You don't know if you're going to live the next minute or not. That's right. So, I mean, it's really good to live in the moment because that avoids a lot of worry, a lot of overthinking keeps your stomach and spleen healthier. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are some of the things that you hear? What are some of the the phrases that one m- may hear if they were to start a program in Dragon's Way? And uh, what uh, what would they... What, what are some of the first phrases that we are taught to hear in Qigong? And maybe a little later, uh, you can take us, uh, take us through... Uh, a meditation like we spoke about off mic, but give us some of the phrases that we may hear. The, some of the general things that you would hear is um, allow yourself to relax. And that part of Qigong teaches you or teaches you how to allow yourself to relax because you just can't make yourself relax. Other things you would hear is a lot about the meridian system, which is your chi circulatory system. And chi means more than just energy. It's your vital life force. Huh. It's known in, in India as prana, and the Cherokee medicine had a word for it. I don't remember what it is right now. But um, Lynn McTaggart, McTaggart wrote a book on um, energy. And she did a lot of research. She's a journalist. She wasn't a 
practitioner of anything, but she did a lot of research on and on what other cultures do similar to Qigong. My first class, I was in the class with a, a Cherokee from Oklahoma, and he, after the end of the day, he said, this is nothing but Cherokee medicine. Wow. And I have videos that I've done with Carlos Castaneda from Mexico, and it's the same, not the same exact practice, but the same principle is keeping your energy flowing, and if you keep your energy flowing clearly, then you your mind and body and spirit are more healthy. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit is something that's just ingrained. Another thing you would learn is that everything is interconnected. The whole universe is interconnected. But every part of your body is interconnected. You can't take each piece out separately and, and fix it and not work with the rest. The emotions of the organ systems, the diet, everything, it's all connected. Very interesting. And, you know, again, all of this is uh, is connected. I, I mean, the, the universe is connected. And uh, before I get into too much of that, uh, Frank McKay here with Hilda Booth, just a reminder. And uh, she's uh, passionate about Qigong. We encourage everyone to uh, to go to TCM World Foundation, their website. And uh, Dragon's Way instructor is with us, Hilda Booth, once again, is our very special guest, Frank McKay, urging everyone to binge listen to other things that we've done with Hilda on breaking it down. Uh, Hilda, what I, uh, what I feel when you, when you mention that about everything being in interconnected, when people talk about religion and the stories, the different stories that uh, that we hear, whether it's in the Bible, the Quran, the um, uh, you know Old Testament, New Testament, the uh, the scrolls of Babylon, uh, writings, teaching in in Indian folklore, we we hear a lot of the same dialogue, and we hear a lot of the same messages. Even though these people, these ancient people, had no way of communicating with each other. And there was just no way for the Native Americans here in America to uh, interact with folks that were in China. But somehow or another, they learned a lot of the same things. Well, I think they did. I'm an amateur student of archaeology as well as all the other things I like to study. And I've been to ruins all over the world. And I went to the Museum of Anthropology in Mexico City, and it has an exhibit with the Aztec culture and the Egyptian culture, culture side by side. And it's amazing, the connection. Wow. It, it really is, right? I mean, it's... And the ancient stories talk about a land of Kush, and, and nobody knows really where those places were. And it's been proving that they could circumnavigate the world in their little boats. Thor Heidel did, uh, he did that uh, with Contiki. And he did another one going from Europe to uh, Central America in a he in a balsa a balsa wood boat. So it, it, I think it's possible that they were connected, but the connection was lost in the Dark Ages. Amazing, yeah, it's it it, it is amazing, but I, you know somehow some way um, that 
what you were talking about earlier, you know, about being everything being connected, you know, the mind, uh, body, and spirit, uh, all being uh, all being connected. Uh, are these teachings uh, something that you you had a belief system with prior to studying Qigong, or is this something that you developed through Qigong? Um, you know, for example, what was... I think I had some before Qigong. My great-grandfather was a physician, and he lived in the part of Georgia that was disputed between Georgia and Florida. And he went to North Carolina, ended up in North Carolina with the Confederate Army. Hmm. And after after it was all over with, and he married and had children, I think he had 12, he, every year, he put his entire family in a covered wagon and went to Florida for the winter, practiced medicine there, went back to North Carolina for the summer and practiced medicine there. Wow. And the old, the older, that was before, before everything came so, became so dependent on lab tests. I mean, the old doctors, they could smell an illness and tell you what it was as soon as they walked in the house. Yeah. So it was just, it was there, but not with the same vocabulary. Well, let me ask you to clarify. You're, are you talking about your great-grandfather? My great-grandfather. Yeah. So he uh, he was... He was around during the during the Civil War, and he he he, he, he was a, a physician with the Confederate Army during the Civil War. Is that amazing? Wow! Do you have any artifacts, or do you have any? And you have his uniform or anything like that? Unfortunately, I don't have anything. It, it, he had a big family, and uh, my uncle had a lot of it, but. He he gave me some things, but nothing of the family stuff. He I I don't know really who got it. I think it probably ended up in an antique shop somewhere. I just don't know. But um, I don't have any of them. I've seen them. Actually, I do. I have a fireplace tongue from right. from their from their home. Yeah, it, that's something. It, it's so tiny, though. You wouldn't, you you know, they used big logs back then. You see these little tiny tongs there. The modern ones make them look sick. <laughs> well, hey, again, let me remind everyone, Hilda Booth is our very special guest. Qigong is our subject always with uh, Hilda and other things. She's a, a, a vet, a Navy Reserve uh, during the Vietnam era and a Dragon's Way instructor uh, for TCM World Foundation. Frank McKay here Hilda Booth. Please binge listen to everything that we've been talking about with Hilda. Uh, Hilda, um, the Vietnam uh, era, uh, where were you stationed? Where did you, where did you end up when you were with the Navy? I was in Newport, Rhode Island for six months for training for the woman officer school and then for the Navy communications school. And then I went to the Naval Ship or Naval Base Philadelphia. I was attached to the uh, 4th Naval District Headquarters. Now, you were drafted. Were you drafted or were you... Uh, no, they were, They didn't draft women. They just they just drafted the men. God bless you. You, uh, you, you. But I didn't think it was right. I watched, I mean, I watched the thing all the way from Castro. It didn't just start. It, it started back in, in the 50s. Yeah, with Eisenhower. When, when, the, French, when the French pulled out, then we got involved, but it was secret. Nobody knew about it. Yeah. Until uh, 
the 60s and um so i had followed it all along and, and i seen i had seen a lot of young men get drafted and the girls were free to go ahead and do their careers and whatever and and so when the young men got back they were behind because they had had spent those years fighting and and missed their college and this things and so i didn't think it was right that the men had to go and the women didn't and it's just the way i felt about it it's, you know it's very kind of you it's very thoughtful of you well, a lot of people wouldn't think that well my name means a maiden who goes into battle is that helda helda does? yes that's what it means it's a uh, people think it's a german name but it isn't it's a celtic name you'll find it in germany spelled h-i-l-d-e You'll find it in Britain, H-I-L-D-A. You find it in Spain, G-I-L-D-A, all pronounced Hilda. Sometimes it's attached to Broomhilda, right? It's not. <laughs> yeah, it is attached to Broomhilda, but that's not the origin of it. Yeah, you're you're not Broomhilda, right? I can be, <laughs> but I try not to. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no kidding! That, uh, who were you named after? <laughs> My maternal grandmother. Yeah, well, that's a. By the way, that's a. It's a proud name, uh, Broomhilda. Yeah, it's a family name, and I think I. I know of one cousin besides me named Hilda, but I think there might be one or two more that didn't have it as the first name. You know, a, a lot of history there, and you know, when you talk about connecting through Qigong. Uh, you know, you talk about, you know, connecting in our own body, you know, the body, mind and spirit and so forth. But I, I think I think it's important to uh, to understand what's happened around us, what's happened before us, hopefully get a get a feeling of, of what's happening now. Like you said, it's in the now uh, what we uh, what we talk, uh, what we talk about and what you're talking about with Qigong. What was what was your hardest part about? Uh, about learning Qigong, what for you? What was I, I think for me? It's going to be um, like focusing on that something, you know, that you talked about last week. Uh, you know, just not distracting your mind, not not allowing me to be distracted. Well, you back. you have to. One thing you learn with Qigong, and I guess that might be the hardest thing for everybody, is to be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Because you have to be as gentle with yourself as you are with anyone else. And you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. If you if you spend all your energy taking care of someone, there's nothing left for you. Listen, very I mean there's nothing left for you to take care of yourself or anybody else after a while if you don't take care of yourself. And, and the Qigong practice is what got me through 24 years of uh, ER work. Mm. And because it's very stressful, and the Qigong really helped me keep focused, keep, keep, keep from getting, catching it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> because if you deal with depression all the time, if you have to have some way to leave it at the office and Qigong helped me with that well you've seen a lot in your career in your life and you've experienced quite a bit the the last year that we've had this uh, this 2020 uh, and a lot of people point to it and say oh boy 
you can have this one back. You know, we don't we don't have any interest in in reliving 2020. Uh, I don't know if I look at it like that. I, I think a lot of people got an opportunity to reset during that time, and we learned a lot about ourselves during uh, a pandemic. But uh, do you have anything that compares to 2020 in your life? Not this d- intense, but I remember the polio epidemics when I was a child. Mm. A child could not go into the downtown part of any town. The pools, the lakes, all the recreation places were closed during the summer months because of polio. And it, and several of my friends got it. So it was just like I have a, nif- a whole different outlook look on immunity and prevention and all that my my late husband was a communicable communicable disease officer in the navy so i i mean among other things so i'm i'm i guess i'm a little bit more aware of the the need to have prevention and i don't get all of the brouhaha about the face mask I mean, I wore them to work all the time. It was like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why people fought wearing the... the uh... I, I, I just have no clue of that. And, and and the other precautions, they're just common sense. Do you know the, the face masks... Uh, I, I think we've been, you know, colds have been down, flus have been down, fevers have been down, like everything's been down. Yeah, everything's been down because people weren't, they weren't going to work sick either. Right. Except maybe the medical personnel, they have to, sick or not, they better be there. Yeah. Well, but. Yeah, I'm going to miss the masks, I think, you know, the masks, there were well, some good things about the masks. Well, I still wear them in certain Me circumstances. Yeah, I'm fully too. vaccinated, but I still wear them. In fact, I have to laugh now when they're begging people to get vaccinated. I had to fight to get mine. Yeah, I I said I from the beginning I would crawl on broken glass to uh, to get my vaccine uh, vaccine, and I drove ten hours from Long Island, Eastern Long Island, mm-hmm. to uh, Potsdam, uh, New York, and. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I got my first shot, and then I, I just turned right around. I came back, and then I, uh, I, you know, three weeks later, whenever they allowed me, I did the same thing. I also drove my daughter up to Syracuse, which is a seven-hour ride from Yeah. Miami, and I had to do that twice, and, and I had no complaints whatsoever. Again, Hilda Booth is our very special guest. Qigong is our subject. Dragon's Way. Uh, instructor extraordinaire Phil DeBooth is our very special guest. Uh, TCM World Foundation is where everyone should go and kind of check it out. <laughs> but the yeah, the vaccine. I mean, like you said, people are begging uh, people to get the vaccine. It's like, why wouldn't you get it? I mean, it's just it, precautionary. It's everything else. I, I don't understand the anti. Well, there's so much garbage on the internet. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. It really, it's just garbage. And, and they take off stuff that probably should be left on and just garbage left sometimes. But I'm thankful for the Internet because we do a lot of our Chicago training on the Internet now. Yeah. And if anybody's – well, I, I'm from South Carolina, and I went to New York for my training. I went to – let's see. First, we went to New Jersey twice, New York City once, and uh, 
Virginia, right outside of D.C. once. So it took nine months for me to be trained as an instructor. But we still train. I mean, we have to do training every year. We do most of it online now, but especially this last year, we, we've done everything online. <laughs> and as I said last week, some of, the, some of the instructors are being trained to do on Zoom, but <laughs> I'm too old for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not too old, but I don't choose to put that stress on myself at this point. Yeah, it's I, Zoom is a little much, you know, a little much to, to get into all the time. It's it, it could be very stressful. Let me ask you, we have a few minutes left. Uh, could you take uh-huh. us through a meditation? Could you tell us uh, wh- what we should do to start meditating? Okay, I'm going to do, lead you through... Um... Is a standing meditation something that everybody could do? Listening? Mm-hmm. I would think. Okay. Um, and I'll stand up and go through it with you. So first, you want to stand with your he- uh, feet <clears throat> hip-width apart and stand straight. Good pot- posture is very important. Okay. And then... Bring your hands together in a prayer position right in front of the chest. All right. I have a microphone in my hand, but I'll I'll, well, I'll do that. Imagine you got them that way. <laughs> uh, the thing of it is, is this position, we call in Qigong, we call it heaven and earth palms. But the praying hands is a universal signal of prayer. But what we're doing is called the dragon stands between heaven and earth. The dragon is is the symbol for dragon's way qigong. It, it's a uh, it's an ancient Chinese symbol. It represents power, spirituality, uh, uh, just about everything. The dragon was a mythological creature who could go through land, air, and sea. And so. It's very special to the Chinese culture. The the European dragon is represented a little different from the uh, Asian dragon. Hmm. So anyway, this is called the Dragon's Way Qigong, and we're the practice we're doing is called the Dragon Stands Between Heaven and Earth. So when you get in your praying hands posture, slightly bend your knees. You don't have to go down far; just a slight bend in your knees. And look towards the horizon. That gives you a better posture and and you can breathe better. Close your eyes. And imagine yourself as a dragon standing between heaven and earth. Feel the power of the dragon within you. Know that you have the power of the dragon to heal yourself. And now we're going to bring the healing lights of the energy into our bodies. We start with the red light of the heart. Imagine the red light coming into your body, healing your heart, your respiratory, your circulatory system, your blood vessels, your tongue. 
And as you inhale the healing light, feel all of these things healing the, the tongue, the heart, the blood system. And as you exhale, let go of excess joy, hysteria, and mania. Those are the emotions connected with the heart. And then fill your, your body with the yellow light of the spleen, stomach, muscles, mouth. And as you exhale, let go of overthinking, worry, ruminating, and illness and disease. Inhale the white light of the lung, large intestine, skin, and hair. And as you exhale, let go of depression, anxiety, sadness, grief, illness, and disease. Inhale the black light of the kidney, urinary bladder, bones, teeth, and ears, <clears throat> and let go of fear and anxiety caused by past fear, illness, and disease. Feel your heart, your whole body, with the green light of the liver, gallbladder, tendons, eyes. <clears throat> and let go of anger, jealousy, illness, and disease. <clears throat> Continue filling your body with the healing lights, red, yellow, black, white, and green. Letting go of illness, disease, excess weight, and emotional distress. As you continue filling your body with the lights and letting go of the emotions and the illnesses, Enjoy this feeling of relaxation. Feel your body healing itself. And when you're ready, inhale deeply, bringing in the healing energies of the universe, and exhale slowly letting go of illness, disease, and take this wonderful feeling with you as you gently open your eyes, lower your hands, and feel the smile on your face. Congratulations. You did good. Wow. How do you like it? Wow. Is that <laughs> Did your mind wander? No, it was uh, excellent. What a great experience. 
Well, it is recommended that if you're going to do a, a set meditation like that one, that one's pretty much the one we use for most, well, for at least for the Dragon's Way practice. <clears throat> but if you're going to do it, if you can get a printed meditation, and there's a really good one in the Dragon's Way book that the books are online are available from the TCM World <clears throat> uh, store yeah. online. You can make a recording of the meditation in your own voice, and the sing-songy going back and forth is a, kind of a hypnotic technique. It's not meant to be, but it is. Um, and then that way, <laughs> you can do it for yourself from your own voice, your own from everything from within you, which is really important. You know, I, I found myself rocking. I don't know if I should have been like my body was just kind of <laughs> like going back and forth a little bit, you know, like, I don't know. That was your chi moving. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I didn't stop it because it was just kind of natural. No, it's best not to stop it. It's best to let it do what it's got to do. It's doing that for a reason. You don't need to know what it is. You just know need to know that it's doing it. That's tremendous. Wonderful. Need to need to know is a, a term that I learned in the Navy, but there are lots of other uses for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, just I much. hope it helped because I I had I got I was started thinking about it as soon as we hung up the last time, and I thought that's something that would be good to do that people can do while we're li they're listening. I hope everybody joined in with us, and actually they could they could re-listen to this show. Uh, the last five minutes, or it's like it was more like eight minutes. The last eight minutes of the show, uh, they could listen. It's their meditation. It's That's their, right. You can use it. I am a trained hypnotist, among other things. You know, I felt like I, I, I felt like that. You know, I was hypnotized once in my life, and I felt like I was there for ten minutes. Uh, as it turned out, I was there for an hour and a half. And I don't know whether I fell asleep. I mean, is it that I, it, you know? Well, you just go down inside, and 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 you're you're working on things that are in your subconscious that maybe your your body, mind, and spirit are not ready for to come to the conscious mind yet. Yeah. So it's it's really a hypnosis is a very valuable tool, and self hypnosis is really good healing. And so it's just it's really good, but. Most of the Qigong teachers kind of use that hypnotic kind of voice when they're teaching. Yeah. They might even not be aware that they're doing that they do. It's not that you're trying to hypnotize anybody. It's just you want people to get relaxed. Yeah. That's terrific. Wow. I mean, this was uh, that's refreshing, actually. Um, uh, you know, I feel, I feel a lot better. It's, uh, it's great. I'm going to get into it, and I'm going to thank you for it. Uh, Hilda Booth, Qigong, uh, the Dragon's Way instructor extraordinaire has been with us and binge listen. Uh, go to TCM World Foundation and 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 uh, you know look into it. Uh, sign up. I certainly will be. And uh, she's just absolutely terrific. Binge listen to everything that we've done together. She's great, Hilda Booth. Thank you very much for being here. Well, you're welcome. And we're not just in the United States. We have teachers all over the world. Just great. Dragon's Way instructor Hilda Booth has been our very special guest. Go to TCM World Foundation. Qigong 
is, uh, is, is ancient, but uh, as relevant today as ever before. And uh, Jake here signing off. Hilda Booth has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down.